0: Brainbuster Boys are brought to you by Visionary Global Robo- Media, your
1: number one source
0: for podcasting. <laughs> Visionaries Global <laughs> <prerequisites. laughs> Media in Excellence in- <laughs> <laughs> on a global scale. Previously on
2: Brainbuster Boys. Well, sir, sir, before
1: you just you got, got, got a and something.
2: One second out of your day, have you ever read the Book of Ten?
0: What No, 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 please stay away. Stop,
2: We'll take it. I got it, 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 I got it. Why?
0: You, you who speak the word of Ted, come with us.
2: Oh my God, the
3: exact... What in God's name is going on over there? Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. Oh, it's Brett. We're one hour from BBB Live. Where the fuck are you? All this outside distraction, all this Turner shit, like... It was funny first. Now it's just gone way too far. I thought it would make things better. Well, I say let's once and for all let's put the book of Turner behind us.
0: Yeah. I will bring plagues upon your podcast.
2: I know that guy. I know that voice. It is the grand high exec. There's
3: no way we're letting them stop us from doing this show next week. No fucking way. Fucking way. Fucking way. Fuckin way. back to business baby yeah, yeah okay. let's go right. great dynamite last night mm-hmm. this okay. is gonna be a fun one number 12 we're gonna be okay we're gonna be just okay. fine if you say so all right welcome to the brain buster boys episode 12 back in the saddle i am brett jagger along with beaumont rand hey 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 Come on, pipe it. A, let's go, baby. Oh, I know, I know. Back I know. to normal I'm, I'm this. Glad, week. I'm glad. I'm glad. I am I really am. I
2: really am. Yeah. <sighs> okay. It was a good
3: big dynamite last night. It was a great was, show. Forbidden Door officially open.
2: Ajar and
3: wide full, open. cracked open. Yeah. As they referenced multiple times on commentary last night. Uh although we did uh classically have some zoom issues last night yeah, uh, we, with our we, buddy poppy
2: we really really did it was super weird
3: your internet just kept uh kept falking up mean, on you
2: like i was less than a yard away from the router yeah we like could, it, ne- it never does that we did the whole equalizer stuff yeah. there
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: We couldn't even like tell sometimes like yeah, sometimes you would freeze on our end, other times. like we couldn't tell when we were frozen, so we were just kind of geeking out. Yeah. Kinda was... threw everything off single li- bit. But like, you know, we rewatched a bunch we rewatched a lot of it today and it was a great show and just really looking forward to digging digging into it yeah, here. Yeah, I know.
2: It just like I, that never happens and it really threw me off. It's and all it's still good. wigging me out, man. It's and, all, like, hey, uh,
3: we're good. I know. We're but, good, here. Okay, yeah, all right. So yeah, looking forward to digging <sighs> right. in uh, as we are on the road to revolution. And uh, today's, if you recall, was actually inspired by last night's wonderful main event and the performance of Lance Archer. You know, probably his best performance in AEW thus far. Yeah. So we're going back to some of his time in New Japan, uh, the night one of the 2019 G1 Climax, where he takes on Will Ospreay in his hometown of Dallas. So. Uh, we do our first New Japan, if you recall, here for Beaumont, but the show is actually in America. Yeah, yeah. So it was climactic. It, that's right, it was climactic. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we're gonna go back. Uh, we missed it last week due to the malarkey with uh, the execs and all that shit, oh. but that's behind us. So uh, oh, we're rounding yeah. uh, to start Diet Pepsi for our Star Wars Episode One aew comparisons we got queen amidala and padme back okay. to business let's hope so are you prepared this week
2: yes okay. yes hopefully we get okay. there hopefully we're fine i forgot
3: that's what it was that was before the yeah. the grand high exec the exalted yeah. Just grand dude, High dude like, exec. dude like
2: i would like pull your punches on that man like you saw what he did last week yeah i saw you, you, it. you saw that like you, you heard it yeah but we're like, done i know but like I, see I I it. have to tell you, like the book of Turner is not just some dumb thing I'm obsessed with, man. Like there's a it has a power. Yeah, it does
3: yeah. Its... I know. Come, on. let's let's okay. let's ignore it. Let's let's just put it behind us, like okay. we talked about last week. Okay. I I see that. Okay. I see the brand okay. on your arm yeah. again. I mean, it's... what's up with cover that up? Like like it's... are you doing that yourself? I no, mean.
2: Oh no 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 no. Okay. No. No 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 let's let's move past it. Okay dynamite. We're all done. No do we have a movie? Oh yeah, are we
3: doing a movie this week? We didn't really talk about that. I don't know. Uh
0: huh. I was shocked to
3: see Back to the Future on here.
2: I mean that's probably easily the best movie that uh Oh yeah that we've seen. He's just fucking losing
3: it right now.
2: Yeah, man, I love that scene. Like this scene oh, yeah. is just like, like if like here's the thing about Back to the Future. Um, like if you really sit down and hash out what's going on, there's like a whole lot of shit going on. Like, oh, yeah. um, like in that scene, he is up there playing guitar, trying to get his mom and dad back together. Yep. The to kiss while he's fading out of existence. And on top of that, like, the doc has to get ready to send him back to his own time while yep. getting away from Biff.
3: And under a strict time block.
2: Like, there's, like, five... But, like, in your brain, it's so simple and straightforward, you know? Yeah. It's like you you can follow it so easily. A true classic. Looks like the music sound effects are classic. Oh, they <laughs> are. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. And, you yeah, know, we're going get, to gonna get that theme cranked up here in a little bit, you know, when he fucking yep. makes the run. It's just super exciting.
3: Yep. Right down to the last sack. That's very tarpy in that stuff. Oh, it is.
2: Yeah. There it is. Great Scott, dude. Rort Sport. I love this movie. Like, never ceases to excite you.
0: sakes my will. You, denies that I am Ted, will be punished. I will send a plague of omission upon your podcast. With the palm of my hand, I strike your speech from the airwaves and bring the swarm of censorship upon you.
2: There, there, he is. Oh, there, man. No, I oh, heard it. I, I heard, know heard it. it but I dude, knew it. Dude, don't let it
3: get to you. It's all good. You're good. You're good. We're good. Let's, hey, let's have some fun here. He can't do anything to us. All good, brother. Hey, dynamite. All good. Breathe. Take. Drink some water. Okay.
2: Cover that brand mark. It Co- hurts. Cover it, it hurts. up. Okay. Yeah. Put put that
3: cigarette out. Yeah, put that cigarette out. Put it out, brother. Snuff it out like Kenta snuffed out Hitwatch last week. (laughs)
1: Baby.
3: (laughs) Baby. And let's Let's go. go in to AEW Dynamite. Excellent. From February 10th, 2021. And we start right out of the gate with the TNT Old Turner Boy Championship match with... The champion Darby Allen defeating the bad boy Joey Janella in nine minutes, 50 seconds with the coffin drop. Great opening match here, Beaumont. What'd you think?
2: Uh, I guess first and foremost, I'm going to choose to believe that the fact that the TNT show was first and we're talking about it first today is uh, simply a coincidence. Yes, I think you're right. Simply a it's, coincidence. It's, they've done it before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to choose to believe that aggressively. Yes, good. Um, but, I like that. Uh, you know, um, It was good to get a break from the classic Darby gets battered match. Yeah. You know, because I think Darby brings a lot more to the table than just being like the skinny, scrappy underdog who gets bullied all the time. Like, you know, my my favorite thing of Darby was that um, tag match with him and um, Cody whenever he like flips Brian Cage over kind of in midair momentum. You know, like it kind of, uh, it reminded me a little bit of you know, he, um, Will Osprey's big a little bigger than Darby, but, yeah. uh, it reminded me kind of of some of the stuff he did, but with less pizzazz and we'll as, in, in, in flair, pizzazz. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but, but yeah, I, uh, you know, for being something that, you know, Darby's going to win, um, you know, a lot of people online were talking about like, is, does Joey, does Joey Janela deserve a mm-hmm. TNT title shot? Um. You know, like we know, how-
3: he, you know, I've mentioned he's definitely good enough and, like, he has great performances and great matches, but I've talked about it last night. Like, he just hasn't really done much on Dynamite to, like, warrant that. I wish we would see him more. But, again, great, compelling match. Mm. Um, we start Darby with a bit of a different look, the, the face oh, yeah. paint. He's kind of yeah. got the... It's like a skeleton down
2: his side. He's showing a little more skin. It's kind of less white. It was a cool design. Well, it's an interesting because the face paint is a very obvious, like, symbol. Neither. It, but, uh, it, it said something on his face, didn't it?
3: Yeah, it said champ. Champ. Yeah, champ. it said champ. That's right. Okay, yeah. Old Turner boy champ, which he remained. Uh, the match kind of surprisingly started with very technically with some dueling hammer locks, and Tony Schiavone was happy to see it. Uh, but then the moves got a little bigger. Janela hit the vertical face drop on the apron. Uh, he threw Darby sternum first into the turnbuckle. Remember he had the fishhook solution where he was, like, grabbing into his mouth? He getting real gross. Um... But then Darby, he kept working Janela's arm, yanked him off the top rope, did the flying torpedo tope suicida. Mm-hmm. And it was just a pretty, pretty wild back and forth contest. Yeah.
2: No, it was. and uh, Yeah, and, back
3: uh, and forth contest. We had the Mahi Straw Cradle, which is a name me and my brother used to always get a kick out of, where. Kind of like step over the arm and spin him around into a pinning combination, mm-hmm. and remember, Janella did it, and then picked him up into a pile Oh driver,
2: yeah, okay. That, that was that was one thing. Which was like a real big move. Yeah, late in yeah, the match. A, a near win. Too. Yeah, you for know sure. they, they they gave him they very like really two close. and
3: three quarter count, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But then yeah, Darby did the the destroyer kind of the flipping power bomb off the top rope, yeah. and then he hit him with the coffin drop. And remember, uh, Janela had actually countered a coffin drop earlier and caught him in, with the German suplex. So great match to open the show, hard hitting back and forth. And uh, let's hope to see
2: more of Joey Janela, the bad boy on yeah, let's see. I'd like to see more of him, too. I think he's a good wrestler. Yeah, um, love the guy. He was my second AEW shirt I got, which really? I got like
3: fucking probably what? seven or eight at this point. Yeah, Kenny was the first one. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Darby. Um, yeah, so then we get the trio of bubble vests for Jim Ross, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone. Uh, Excalibur just flat out addressing the forbidden door being kicked open. I said it like
2: twice. Yeah, multiple Three times throughout yeah. the
3: show. They're bringing up New Japan a lot, Impact a lot, so just great stuff here. Uh, Then we get the Moxley promo here. Um, I guess he was just like in the parking lot. You know, there was a fence classically as
2: there always Um, is. It looked like, I wrote overpass slash storage facility. Okay, like, you know, like like you know those places where you know you store shit when you it don't might have room. been yeah. like an open section
3: of like the Jaguars complex or right. something out there. But... going to
2: do it at, like the fifty yard line, you yeah. know? Right <laughs> yeah. Or you know the Jaguars they have those swimming pools. Right? Yeah, that, like those, up there. Yeah. Those
3: got involved in the stadium stampede, oh, match, did they? which wow. we need to to go. We need to watch that for an if you recall sure. at some yeah. point. But yeah, um, so he mentioned you know he addresses Kenta in his stupid little briefcase talking trash. Uh, you know, just a, your classic Moxley, tough guy, hard ass promo here. Just, you know, he's really good at building up matches yeah. is what he excels
2: at. They always put him in this spot too. Like after the first match, For sure. like, you know, segment two or three. Yep. Yeah.
3: So he references that Ken is going to have to get it done in the ring. They've got their U- IWGP United States title match on February 26th uh moxley refers to each of them as two of the nastiest suckers in the game and they're gonna unload on each other until they can't stand uh yeah gonna be exciting and then he you know mentions the match the street fight the uh false count anywhere street fight to come and uh
2: yeah just a uh, good moxley stuff here yeah i uh you know i've come to expect uh yeah Great thing, just good, good, good stuff with the microphone, mm-hmm. and we two turntables too if he's good with that, yeah,
3: right? Nice. And we go to Inner Circle Drama Part One of the evening mm. um, with Sammy Guevara coming with a camera crew into the Inner Circle locker room, and he essentially kind of says, "Hey guys, I need a minute with MJF."
2: He he needs a minute with who? MJF. Who can you say? That? MJF. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, yeah. What just, was I, up with that? I don't know. Like, I you know, there was just like yeah, that was I, like it, weird. It, well, it was like you know, my I was hearing you say things and like the words like just dropped off a cliff, but then it went back out.
3: MJF. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, kind of the inverse of last week when MJF kind of had the closed door meeting with the rest of the guys. Now, uh, Sammy wants everyone out, and you know, I think it was Santana or Ortiz. Like, you good? And he's like, I'm good. And uh, one by one, each of the Inner Circle members get up. And Mm. Sammy basically says, like, I know what you've been doing all along. It's obvious you're trying to take over the Inner Circle. And, you know, this is where we really see just great acting from MJF. Yeah, you know, and this, like... As always.
2: Yeah, and this tees it up for just great things kind of later on. Oh, yeah. He kills it in this segment. Just Kills it the whole night, really. And he, like, you know, all these other guys, you know, like, they're, like, they're, they're all good. But they, you know, can play the one-note gameplay really well. And he's got to have, like, sort of the weird nervous energy that's going to drive the scene. And yep. he, like, always has it. And yep. he just turns it he's right so on. so
3: good. And, like, this is no disrespect to Sammy. Because Sammy, yeah. you know, this was his biggest night from a talking standpoint. And he did great. But, like, it definitely showed, like, MJF stands out. You know, he basically is like, oh, yeah, Sammy. Like, this was a childish, petty, petty rivalry. But you're jealous. Because, uh you know, you used to be the apple of Jericho's eye, but the sex gods died, and now I'm his new favorite.
2: Mm. And then he, like, slides his phone out, yep. sets its screen down on the table. Yeah, just... and, and, and you know kind of when he does that, like, you know, like, yeah. entrapment is in the N- MJF playbook. Oh, yeah, no 100%. doubt about it. Yeah. That's
3: that's top of the heel playbook, yeah. for sure. But, yeah, he's like, then I realized
2: something more sinister. I think you hate Chris Jericho. More <laughs> No, actually, we'll just roll right through it and then just more sinister. (laughs) Uh, He's
3: like, I think you hate Chris Jericho. He's like, because you've been playing second fiddle. You want to be the front man. I think you want to take over the inner circle. And, you know, Sammy's like, oh, yeah, is that what you want to hear? You want to hear me to say I hate Chris Jericho? And MJF kind of smirks. He's like, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Picks up, you know, picks up the phone, and Sammy's like, "What are you recording me?" And immediately just fucking chucks it yeah. as hard as he can against the wall, and then
2: punches him in the gut. Which, like, now that I just literally realized this, um, remember Sammy when everyone gets kicked out? Sammy's like, "Cameraman, you stay." Yeah. So Sammy thinks recording things and documenting things is his sort of you know, big gun there, Yeah. but MJF flips it yes. around, and that, that that's actually, I just realized that, that's really, that's uh, a good way of putting it. Yeah, that, that's uh, very very good, very well structured. Very scene. clever, but yeah. we
3: get the biggest break in this story, the punch to the gut, and uh, it certainly goes places later on. It for does,
2: sure.
3: 100%. All right, match number two, we get Cody and Lee Johnson defeating Cesar Banani and Pretty Peter Avalon and I didn't write down the time but it was 9 minutes and change or 8 minutes and change and you know we kind of talked about this like it kind of was a bit of a jobber match I mean yeah it had Cody in it um you know we have Peter Peter Avalon you know jobber ish and Cesar Banani who we haven't really seen yet you know he was at the out there for the lumberjack match right, last right. week so like we know Cody and Lee Johnson are going to win but you know, really, the story kind of turned into a jobber graduation
2: for Lee Johnson. Yeah, job, um, jobber high valedictorian. That's right. Very so, proud of him. And, and like, I like moments like that. And yeah. like, 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 like jobber high jokes aside. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, like it was nice that they gave him, like, you know, when a jobber finally ceases to be that. Yeah, it felt know? like a moment. See, I would like to go back and watch Silver's. The, it, like, for you to at least point that moment out to me. See, there wasn't even really. W-
3: it was just kind of like, j- like it just kind of like happened. Like. Yeah. There there wasn't really a moment like that, and mm-hmm. because he was on being the elite and becoming such like a star on there, it right. just kind of like that yeah. translated on TV is kind of what. Mm-hmm. Hap- and then the wins started happening. Like he didn't really have this moment, right? And you know, you and I didn't know that, you know, because the match ended and Lee Johnson, like, you know, he rolled him rolled up one of the guys for the victory. I don't even remember which one, and like kind of had. I
2: think it was, ba- was Bana- Caesar Banana, ba- Mr.
3: Banana, yeah, yeah. yeah, who, yeah. <laughs> We'll get back to him real quick. But, like, Lee Johnson had, like, a kind of a shocked look on his face. Well, he looked like
2: he lost.
3: Yeah. 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 We were kind of confused because it happened so quickly and, like, you know, we come to find out, I guess he was 0-20. And, and, like, this was his first win. And another really cool thing is, like, after Dynamite, like, he officially got hired. You know, you saw, like, yeah, the, the, the Lee Johnson is all elite. Yeah. So, like, that kind of signaled that. We so, retweeted
2: it out yeah. know, with his title, Driver High Valedictorian. That's right.
3: So, yeah cool moment for lee johnson he thanked you know cody and dustin and arn and even brandy and everyone in the nightmare family for helping him out so and he looked pretty you know he did some cool high-flying exciting energetic moves in
2: this match too yeah um no i thought lee like it was definitely you know i guess to go back to cody a pretty classic cody match where he lets these other guys kind of you know showcase themselves through his clout
3: yeah Clout. Yeah. Clout. Yeah. But,
2: um, you know, like it was, uh, he definitely took full advantage of that. I thought a hundred percent. Yeah. He definitely got a lot of the big moments. Um, and like Caesar banana was like (laughs) not somebody who is very easy to like have those moments on his back. He was
3: not the smoothest worker. Oh, he was so
2: slow. He's like, he's moving through molasses. Yeah, like the air is syrup. Yeah.
3: And it, it was just, yeah, he didn't look great. Uh, but you know, he's got a, he's got the look for sure, yeah. but you could tell he just needs more reps in the ring. Oh he's yeah. He's just so green. Well, hey, uh, you think
2: about big guys, like, you know, we, we watched Archer in the main event and yeah. then and if you recall, like talk just about a big guy who can move. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. But hey, you know, he's young and hopefully we'll see better things from him, but uh, yeah, good to see another jobber high graduation. Oh yeah. And we go backstage to the young bucks with Dasha Gonzalez. She references how MJF and Jericho earned the title opportunity. And she's like, what happened last week? You know, you guys got eliminated quickly. And, uh, you know, the Good Brothers come in, kind of continuing that. And they're like, why don't you ask these guys? Um, they and,
2: begin to squabble. I wrote squabbling. Yeah, they
3: start talking about ratings, which would certainly please our our good friend, Greg Golden. 100%. Um, you know, basically the Young Bucks are like, let's address let's address the problem you know, we sh- We could have won this last week, and we would have picked you to have that Bullet Club dream match. But then, you know, Good Brothers are like, well, our issue's with Private Shardy. And, like, you know, they pulled down the rope to eliminate Isaiah Cassidy, which then got Matt Jackson eliminated himself. And they're, like, trying to convince the Young Bucks, like, your problems with Santana and
2: Ortiz. So, And then they teed up the match. Yes, yeah.
3: exactly. So, like, the Good Brothers kind of got the Young Bucks to agree to a title match with Santana and
2: Ortiz next week. Yeah, they, they inadvertently got them into a dick measuring contest. <laughs> For sure, Which it, has
3: kind of been what they've been doing. Like, hmm. they've been acting like they're the Young Bucks' best friends, but, like, we know they've kind but, of got other intentions. But have
2: been kind of, like, challenging them. Exactly. Like making them feel insecure.
3: So what this brings up is, is the potential of Santana and Ortiz perhaps winning the tag titles next week and then being challenged by fellow inner circle mates, MJF and Chris Jericho, which then would free up the young bucks to face the good brothers. And you got two pretty big tag matches right there, which, you know,
2: if that occurs, which, you know, let's hope AEW, you know, has the, you know, like that's something that they the gumption. will do. Yeah. He has the gumption to do that. Yes. They do that. I mean, that's that, that, that would result in a double plot match like a hundred percent. Like it would turn, you know, just, a title fight into like... The double turn plot Yeah, Yeah, double turn plot match, big time. And so just the term double turn is kind of
3: known for when a heel and a face reverse roles, like in the course of a match. So like a famous one is Bret Hart and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. In
2: 98 Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yes, that's that's a a good good call. Yes, we've already...
3: I forgot we talked about it. Episode two, the famed one. Then we get uh, Hangman Page and Matt Hardy backstage again with Dasha Gonzalez. And she's like, is this a tag team in the making? And uh, Hangman's like, no, no, no. You know, very hesitant. Matt's like, you know, we're undeniable. What the two of us had was special. And then he's like, I rented out a bar just for you and I. We're going to have a big money night. All you can drink on you see, me. You
1: see
2: him perk up. Yeah, you know, and Hangman's yeah, like, oh, yeah. really?
3: Like, all on you? And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, I'm in. Oh, yeah. And that leads to a fun segment later on. Oh, and real quick, before that, as Hangman was walking out, some storyline continuity, he runs into, essentially, the full Dark Order there. Um, you know, they're still kind of keeping that those right. seeds going, and they've been doing it on Being the Elite as well. Um, but yeah, for, I'm glad they're kind of keeping that going. And like Silver just kind of had the corny, fun little moment. He's like, oh, hi, Adam. And, you know, Adam's like, I'm going to the bar. And then Silver's like, well, maybe I'll catch you on the flip. And then he's like, don't. He's like, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Did you say maybe I'll catch you on the fuck? On the flip. Uh, you said sit on the, on the fuck. It bleeped you out just now.
3: What No, It, it, it said did. catch you on the flip. Did, okay. Like. That's weird. I need what to get my, I need
2: to get, Yeah. Uh, okay. not Anyway, but yeah. yeah maybe fun, the flip will catch, will catch, fun will, will catch Hangman s- for Silver. Fun
3: yeah. mode, what'd you think of the the little segment here?
2: Oh, I, I did, I, I, you know, uh, like it just shows Silver just kind of being, you know, good, high energy, you know, kind of whenever he gets kind of buzzing. Yeah. whenever he gets that kind of starstruck thing, you know, um, starts talking fast. You know, that's kind of like, you know, my favorite talking Silver. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a, uh, I mean, that's just him. And he uh, that, that, that's just what makes him fun. He's just, you know. He's just hungry. He is. He's just hungry. He's a bit of a sucker, but he's an all-around, like, likable guy. Yeah,
3: now, like, the whole Dark Order, we've ta- like, they are faces now. They're still kind of goofy and having fun, but, like, I'm glad they're still, that's, that thread is still going with Hangman.
2: Yeah, and, and I kind of wonder if, uh you know, Hangman's been, like, spurning them. Like, eventually, you know, in, in some sort of later Dynamite or, Revol- you know, if he'll, turn on Matt in a public thing, and, and then we maybe did, move to the dark order. And we saw, we'll see something later on that is kind of planting the
3: seeds of that potentially. So we go into match number three, where Pack defeats the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth in four minutes, 20 seconds. Um, again, we knew just like Nemeth last week against Hangman, we knew this was gonna be a bit of a squash match. Um, and Nemeth did get a big DDT in in this move, which had a ridiculously awesome sell by Pack. I just saw someone share the clip today. But Pack just kicked the shit out of him, um, threw him into the guardrail where Nemeth was dangling like Ric Flair at Royal Rumble 92. Put that cigarette out. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair, you have made world. Put that cigarette out. Uh, but really, you know, match was quick. And like I noted when we watched this live, the camera angle and panning During the Black Arrow, the pack was kind of panning up. And then when he jumped off the rope, it went to the above camera. And it was just very cool and very well done. And then he slapped in the Brutalizer for the victory.
2: Yeah. And, um, you know, I guess this match, uh, if we're comparing this to the kind of Cody match, like matches including a jobber, this was definitely much more of the Classic jobber man, just qu- you quicker, know,
3: you know, more yeah. of your straight squad. Yeah, he
2: didn't really get to show his stuff. It was kind of just more like we need something for Pack to do. Yep. Um, You know, like Pack did a bit, you know, like a pretty classically yeah, good. good job yeah. for him. Yeah. You know, definitely, I guess, you know, in a pretty solid episode, kind of the the one sort of, you know, lull,
3: popcorny, but yeah. you know, you gotta have those, and it oh, just yeah. it just made Pack look strong and like a badass for sure. For you sure. know, so. Then we got a recap of the pee pee poo wedding last week. Uh, that's all we're going to say about that. Uh, Chris Jericho promo just before their match. MJF is missing. Um, and he's like, I'm sure MJF's just warming up. That's what number one contenders do. And Santana comes in. He's like, hey, Chris, no, he was in the training room. And MJF comes in ribs taped up. He's like, did you not see what happened? And just starts yelling about Sammy sucker punching him, and he's an animal and a maniac. Um, so yeah, just kind of
2: building up for what's to come here. Yeah, and like Jericho seems surprised, and I think like yes, you know, this it, yeah. like you know with MJF being like this big, like sort of you know, having this big heel gravity, like drawing you know this inner circle plot, and kind of I guess it's always been sort of a heely thing. Oh, of course, know? yeah. Um, but MJF is like. Uh, kind of, what, like, where he pulls it in that direction, like, it's nice to see Jericho kind of pulling in the opposite direction, because even, like, if it's healy, like, people still sing Jericho's song when they come out, And you Jericho, know, you know, yeah.
3: he, quote-unquote, hand-picked Sammy to be in the inner circle, so we talked about it last week with Jericho eliminating Sammy. Now, Sammy, you know, we're going to talk about what happens, but, like, Jericho's starting to get concerned a little bit. Yeah, like, it,
2: what's going on here? Right, like, it's almost like they're, like, the MJF's ha- clearly having, like, a bad influence on kind yes. of their um, chemistry. what they had
1: going.
3: Their, which they you know. had a great thing going for so long. Yeah, and, yes.
2: and now we're, like, it's good that we're seeing Jericho kind of, like, care. Yes, about you know rather I'm, I'm than glad... just
3: be buddy buddy with MJ. Yeah, I'm yes. glad
2: they're those two players. I feel like if it were WWE here, <laughs> like it might be the opposite. You know, it would be like you know he would just turn on him and be like, ha ha ha, Sammy. Yeah, that, you lose. As
3: we've we've talked ad nauseum on this show, like since Vegas, like this storyline's been great, and it just continued. Like tonight, there were three pieces of the show where it was just like building to the moment we're gonna get to, and it mm-hmm. was just so well done, um, which takes us in to match number four where the number one contenders for the AEW World Tag Team Championships Chris Jericho and MJF defeat the acclaimed in nine minutes and two seconds um you know we've talked about the acclaimed a fair amount on this show and how we don't really care for them especially Max Castor and his raps and rhymes and uh, we have started to like Bowens and kind of, you know, his how he acts and he's real emotive, but you made a great point about Caster last night. Yeah,
2: um, I guess I have two things. Um, Caster, I think one of the big reasons why we just get so miffed by him is like, he doesn't really emote when he does these raps, Correct. and like Bowens does. Yes. Bowens, you Bowen. can just see the animation on his face. Yes. Yeah, and Caster, he's got this very bland, blank look on his face. And, uh, yeah, if he could just not do that. Yeah, and like, I can't even, re- even if the raps are, are bad, like, it fe- would be better. I can't.
3: I, yeah. Sometimes the raps are okay, but you're exactly right. Like, you wouldn't know it because he's just kind of talking like this, and there's no real energy behind well, his and voice. He's not jumping. Or, he,
2: he kind of, like, just, like, waltzes in slowly, and he's carrying his boombox. Yeah. And, like, if he came in, like, Running or mo- moving quickly or just Acting like Bowens. Yeah, But, exactly. again,
3: th- all that's to say, like, we are liking them more, and we've said it all along. Like, they look good in the ring, and they're an exciting team, and they had another great show uh, here, and this match was kind of built off of Max Caster eliminating MJF um, in the Battle Royal last week. So those two kind of started off the match. Um, you know, we saw some nice heel teamwork from Jericho and MJF, and back from picture-in-picture... Uh, The classic heel, like 80s heel tag team move where MJF had, um, he had one of the acclaimed in the half Nelson and, you know, he he had his arm extended to Jericho who was outside the ring pulling it for that extended leverage, which is just like classic heel shtick. And Poppy also made a great point here about Jericho. He's like, uh, he knows every old trick in the book when it comes to kind of being a heel. And, you know, that's what will carry him to still have matches as he goes into his fifties is that brain like he is so smart and he's got such a great mind for the business. And, you know, even though he is not the same physically, like he's still so valuable out there. hundred percent. Yeah. But this match got pretty, pretty exciting after the break, you know, Bowen's hit a, you know, he had a big moment, flurry of big strikes. He dropped kick Jericho. He hit MJF with some like a fireman's carry twisting slam Ortiz tried to interfere, and then Caster clocked Jericho with the boombox. Yeah. We were like, oh, I mean, man. He was trying to
2: do the lion's salt. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
3: he got up and did it, just got clocked, and then it was a very near fall. Um, but then Caster was going for their move, the acclaimed to fame, um, and he got pushed by Hager right into the Judas effect by Jericho for the one, two, three. They start to celebrate, and then we hear Serbical <laughs> So Sammy coming out to his own music, which we haven't heard in a while. And yeah, Jericho, concerned. Like, where have you been? You punched
2: MJF? Like, what's going on? And, uh... Okay, I hate to bring it up, but you, you did that thing again. When you are I know you were saying Sammy, because I know the show well. But it sounded like you were saying shitty. Oh, boy. What is going on here? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he kind of made me laugh, but... We won't talk about it. Sammy.
3: Well, why don't you tell us what Sammy okay. did? How so, about yeah, that?
2: I thought he was shitty. <laughs> shitty Guevara. But, uh, so Sammy, he um, comes in um, and walks up and um, you know says, Hey, you know, Jericho, um, you know, MJ or... or, or.
3: He, spe- he specifically referenced a date that I didn't write down, but he's like, I told you okay. if one more thing happened with him pointing to MJF, yeah,
2: yeah, then, then I'm done. Then I'm done. And then he says, I'm here to tell you I'm done. And then like, there's a great dual kind of reaction to that. We first, I guess let's, let's, let's cover MJF. Cause like you know he has just this smirk just that he a turns small to the little smirk <laughs> yeah and like shaking his head It just you know. kind of
3: continued on his yeah. face yeah so
2: patronizing oh like just the most patronizing ass look like, just like so yeah. unbelievable but but then Jericho also gets this look of concern Concerned. he's like he's like what do you mean you're you know you're done yes and like
3: original member you yeah. know they were the sex gods tag team
2: yeah. And then I think Jericho even said at some point, I'm worried about you. Yeah. And then Sammy says, I quit the inner circle. And then MJF again, again. back
3: to him, like same thing. Yeah, just kind of
2: shaking his head. And I said
3: this to someone on Twitter, like his subtleties, like just how perfectly he nailed, like that level of that reaction, like it wasn't too much. It wasn't too, it was just enough to like make you realize, like, this guy's so fucking
2: good. Yeah, theater guy. I I, I bet, bet my uh, boots on it. But, uh, yeah, I called it a million-dollar look. Just a great look. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the concern on Jericho's face, just a great juxtaposition for, like, what's going to be coming. Because, uh you know, it's not going to be Sammy who's tearing this thing apart. It's going to be between MJF and Jericho. That is the next riff. Yeah. You know, like... That's that,
3: the final riff yeah, that we're yeah. headed to here. Yeah. Like, we know you know, let's just kind of get to, well, we'll get to it after the next thing is let's just go there. So Sammy leaves, he walks out the baby face tunnel <laughs> on the right side leaving. Um, so we come back from commercial and we have Sandy with Marvez, uh, in the parking lot, basically Marvez doing his classic pop out from out of nowhere. And he's like, why did you leave the inner circle? And Sandy just real quick, he's like, you know what? I'm over this. I need time to refocus, and I just need time away from this place later, man. And that was it.
2: Yeah, and, um, you know, I think uh, we talked about this. It seems like Sammy's going to dip out for a little bit.
3: Yeah, it seems a natural time for him just to take a little break. You know, there's, I guess, a chance he could go to Impact for a bit, but I da- I assume he'll be gone for about a month
2: or yeah, so. Yeah, you know, enough time for people to forget about him and then return to interfere as and a have baby a big face yeah. yeah
3: and you know this kind of lends to what we were talking about last week that this with this turn happening already and mjf and c not having the match at revolution is this gives this time to simmer a little bit with <laughs> gone and like you said he's going to get back involved and kind of like we said last week i'm sure that match probably will happen at double or
2: nothing yeah and uh yeah that should be uh should be fun. You know, this inner circle stuff has just been building and building and like kind of when it gets to that MJF and Jericho riff, like night. Yeah. You know, that's been the best drama.
0: You, who continues to turn your back on Turner, who follows on the path of the wicked, will have a plague of dissonance visited upon your podcast. With the back of my hand, I smite your effects, and the one carrying my mark will speak in tongues my wrath!
2: Oh God, no, there he is. Again? Yeah. What is going, come
3: on. Okay, no, like, I like know. You, you heard this, you heard I did. this, you heard, this you heard this, you heard this. I'm starting to get a little concerned, I'm not going to lie, but again, no one's here, we're good, like, but like I know, I know, weird dude, shit, it, it is very weird. Weird, weird it shit, very, <laughs> weird shit. It is very weird, I don't we disagree. Okay. <sighs> okay.
2: Finish the show.
3: Yep. so we go to the bar with big money matt and hangman page who's just getting sloshed at the bar and they're having a hoot um and matt mentions uh how they're buzzing off their win last week and he's like well not like you you're putting them down and if you remember like hangman had like 10 empties that were all like different kind of glasses oh yeah
2: like some with like the dregs of liquor in the bottom of them some shot glasses
3: some like rocks glasses like And, uh, Matt, you can tell he, like, gets to take a shot, and he pours it out, and he acts like he's drinking. Honey like, is like,
2: <laughs> yeah. you know, like, has a hard time taking it down. Does the cough. Um, They're very clear. that Wait, what did you just say? I said he's getting him drunk. Wait, what?
3: Like, sorry, now you're sounding weird to me. Like, almost, like, backwards. Like,
2: what yeah. is go- should, should I say it back... What? What, just n- normally wouldn't do something. Damn name. Is, 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 is that better?
3: I think you're. I think we're good now. I think we're good. But okay. yeah, you're right. Like okay. Um. So Matt basically starts saying like how he can make him. You know, he's like, I know you don't want to be in a tag team, and that's fine. But he's like, I can make you one of the top singles wrestlers in the business. I'll make you so rich, you're gonna make millions upon millions. And he starts to pull out a contract. Of course, just like he did with Private Party. And he's like, well, it'll only be for a small percentage of your earnings, 30%. But what's it going to matter when you're making so much money?
1: Yeah.
3: And
2: uh, what does Hangman do? He pulls the slick move. Yeah, well, Matt Hardy is like going up to the camera. Yeah. He's like just a few feet away, but like suspension of disbelief. Well, so of Hangman yeah. asks him, he's
3: like, do you have a pen? And yeah. that's when Matt oh, turns yeah. and, he goes, and he's like,
0: I'm only addressing you now. Because he's pretty drunk, and I don't want him to be angry when he's, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's
2: going to be pretty angry when he finds out what happened. But, you know, the like the while, I have evil motives. But you know, all yeah. the
3: while, Hangman pulls out another contract Ooh. out of his coat
2: pocket and pulls the switcheroo. Yeah, that's a good, like, theater i feel like you would see that in a stage play yeah you know we're like suspension of disbelief going on there but it worked
3: and that's classic wrestling you gotta have but like it was good to see hangman like you mentioned last week how his arc has kind of just been where is he going who's he going to join with but like this added a new new twist of like now he's doing shit on his own and not conforming to matt and like who knows what this contract says because he got matt to sign it too like could it have something to do with the Dark Order? You yeah. know, could it have something to do with Matt helping? I don't know. We'll find out, but uh,
2: intriguing stuff. No! Yeah. No, I thought it was a pretty good segment. You know, that in, that introduces a lot of questions. Exactly. You know, that, that, that wasn't necessarily resolved, and, you know. And they're like, in good, a ma- good Good speculation. And they're in a match next week.
3: They announced it's uh, Hangman and Matt with Private Party against the hybrid 2 and the order experiment.
2: See, I'm excited about like this is the first hangman match I've been looking forward to for plot reasons in a while.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No! So then we get Tony Shivani looking like a fourth grader at the bus stop as our as our buddy Poppy said. Um, what's really geeked us out? And yeah. He brings. Oh, well, yeah.
2: Well, I guess we should describe what yeah, he's wearing. Yeah, please do. Oh, he's wearing his classic AEW bubble vest, and you see what he's wearing underneath—just bare in the Jungle Boy promo that comes later. Like a yellow fleece. Yeah, just a yellow fleece, and he's got like one hand in one pocket, yeah. and he's just kind of standing there, you know, just sort of looking like, like he's waiting. I'm lighting. gonna bring
1: out the icon, it's Sting.
0: Yeah,
2: it—it it, it just was. You it know, was really fun. hilarious. Yeah, so
3: Sting, you get the full throttle entrance with the snow. He gives Tony the fist bump, and Tony's talking about, you know, the the street fight at Revolution, and Darby won his team. title match earlier, and he's like, "What's on your mind?" Just true to form, Jumbotron, Taz is, is like, "Hey, Stinger, Stinger, what's up? What's up?" And Powerhouse Hobbs is with him, and they're in the back of a car, and he's like, "It's your buddy Taz," and of course, you know Powerhouse Hobbs. I just love the way he delivered that. And he's like, "We're going on a road trip with a special passenger." So come check it out, let's see what we
2: got. <laughs> and we tell us what we got. And we see Darby, you know, in a body bag, which Darby is kinda of crazy gym, Darby but, won his match and then it was over. And then now they got him in the body bag. It was Cage and Ricky Starks. Cage and Ricky Starks yeah. zipping him up. <laughs> And then, you know, it kind of zooms out and we see the body bag is tied by a rope Which to, to the, the car, car that Taz the SUV. and Powerhouse
1: Hobbs yeah. were in.
2: Yeah, and then, you know, Cage and Ricky Stark sit in the back uh, with the hatchback open and they take off. And
3: they take off. And the body bag goes back to, you know, the earlier in this story when... Cage through with put Darby in the body bag and was throwing him around. Yeah. So like that's been part of the story. But yeah, this was kind of random and out of nowhere, but I was geeking out. I yeah. thought this was hilarious and it does add more to this story. It, they got one over on
2: it. It does. And uh, you know, I think the one thing about this that kind of uh I think uh in terms of the street fight coming up a revolution like i think you know stuff like this really points towards sting and darby winning and i like team taz so much that i want to believe that they're going to win more yeah like you know i think
3: sting and darby will win too but i would love to see Tim yeah i taz would too win.
2: yeah and, and i think like th- this was this was great uh but like it t- total heel move total like oh. you know getting your come up and seal move and sting but, was yeah.
3: walking out quote-unquote, in hot pursuit yeah. as Excalibur. Said. Yeah, it was more of a trot. Yeah, hot to trot. <laughs> so then we get golf course Marvez. Uh, we see Kenny Omega on the golf course and... There he is, Marvez in full AEW suit garb. He's like, Kenny, sorry to interrupt. And Kenny's like, is that who I think it is? So he's like, Marvez, enough, no talking. He's like, sit back and watch this shot. And he's like near the green and he just cranks it. Like yeah. you could, not too bad, but like way over the hole. Uh-huh. Um, and that he's basically like, what are you doing out here? And Marvez is kind of concerned. He's like, well, you got this big main event on Dynamite and your partner's a guy who may not like you. He's like... Shouldn't you be preparing for your match instead of playing <laughs> golf?
2: Just, just Jiminy Cricket, conscience, Marvez. Yeah.
3: you know, just trying to. He's like, shouldn't you? And then Kenny's like, he's like, I'm the best of all time, and like, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, you expect me to be with Dan Callis watching tape? He's like, I want to be out here one with nature.
2: You, know, you know what I think? Like, it's a really funny thing to imagine. Is like, imagine like, you know, in the story in kayfabe, like. Marvez's like thought process like him finding out well Kenny's on the golf course (laughs) like you know like in his hotel room he's like well I gotta go I gotta go there and and, like obviously at the very end you know he's like can I get a ride yeah Yeah. so Yeah. He, he must have ubered there you know must have like ubered <laughs> yeah, there and like left his phone must have died ubered, you know like this or, or, or <laughs> yeah, walked, how that or, yeah, yeah just, you... just just like the the series of events that had to take him there ubered. in the story that's a great it's just call. hysterical yeah. to think of yeah. yeah
3: so like basically kenny's like i'm not gonna lose and then he addresses the golf shot he hit and there's two other people up there he's like did it go in and they're like yeah and, like, yeah, and it clearly did not uh, and we learned that one of those guys was Dan Callis. He's like, another eagle, Don? <laughs> um, and, you know, Don gives the golf ball to Marvez. He's like, he's going to sell that on his MySpace page. And like you said, he asked for a ride. And I think it's Dan is like, get some exercise, Marvez. You'll yeah, be fine. You
2: could use a little exercise, Marvez. Just funny, funny stuff. And then does Mar- Marvez just follows him, right? So one assumes he joins him for the rest of the round. Yeah, I don't know. Just just being a annoying thorn in their side. Yeah. Alex.
3: Match number five, Thunder Rosa eliminates legit Layla Hirsch in nine minutes, 16 seconds in the first round of the women's AEW championship eliminator
2: tournament. Yeah, very fun match here. Yeah, no, um, a lot of fun. I mean, we like Thunder Rosa. Everybody apparently likes Thunder Rosa. She's You tight. just get on Twitter, and it's just, you know, a big Thunder Rosa parade, praise-a-thon. I mean, yeah. she's
3: awesome. And yeah. she had the brief promo before where she basically... She just lays it out. She's like, I'm coming for Sheeta because I'm going to win this tournament. I'm coming for my NWA World Championship. You, Serena Deeb, and Britt Baker and your big nose. You didn't play by the rules last week, so I'm not... So like, she just lays it out, yeah. um, she's a badass. From, uh, what is it, from the the graveyards of Tijuana, yes, Mexico. Yeah. But uh, also, legit Layla Hirsch, like we've talked about it, she's always looked awesome in her matches. She always loses, but she looks great. So like, I think she's a little above jobber. Right. Um, you know, she's definitely mat-based, she's got huge legs. Uh, but she even showed some kind of more flying moves like Hurricane Rana, Tope Suicida in this one, but some nice kind of submissions and counters. uh, But yeah, just another fun women's match coming off of Thunder Rosa-Britt Baker last week.
2: Yeah, no, I think like... Yeah! One thing about Thunder Rosa that they did bring up too is they talked about her influences. Yeah. They mentioned the Lucha style. They mentioned Mm -hmm. something else that, you know, I don't know about that, but I've seen this term thrown around like mission Pro wrestling yeah. that I think she's a part of. She is that a company? I think is that, it is. The yeah. Style too though, I, right?
3: I'm not even sure to be honest. But yeah, they, I, um, J- I think I, it's a company for sure. Yeah, I
2: think Jr. talked a little bit about like her being Mission Style, and incorporating okay. a lot of that. Yeah. And again, this I'm was unfamiliar. yeah, this was again was just a really great, just good like technical battle. A lot of counters. Back roll-ups. and forth. Yeah. yeah, Layla
3: got a lot of good moves in. She hit a, you know, she went for some moonsaults. She hit some big, knee, you know, big strikes on both sides. Yeah, like counters, submissions, you know, arm bars. Um, but she got her with uh, what I called a Michinoku driver, you know, very similar to that. Yeah. Uh, got the one, two, three. So that's the first match of the Eliminator Tournament.
1: Um,
3: and then they had just kind of a brief, like, video introducing it and talking about the Japan bracket and going over the other matches. Um, which the Japan stuff will be a lot of fun. We saw it's going to be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'll probably actually tune into those because women's Japanese pro wrestling can get pretty weird and wacky and fun. Yeah, uh, a lot of
2: those characters and their you know look very yeah. Well.
3: So lot, I'm excited for this turn. Like we've these last couple weeks, we've gotten some good matches, both Thunder Rosa. But I'm excited about this. I think it's going to be a fun tournament. Heck yeah, Horiyori. <laughs> So then we go to Tony Shivani Sands bubble vest with his yellow fleece with Jungle Boy and, you know, referencing the FTR suspension and their kidnapping of Marco Stunt, which he said he's okay. Um, and ja- uh, Jungle Jack Perry's basically like, I want to talk directly to FTR. He's like, you know, my match with Dax, everyone was talking about it. I've never been in a fight like that. He's like, I came out on top and a different man you tapped out in front of the world and I'm going to make you my bitch
2: yeah, And like, so it was, I, 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 like this. I like jungle boy a lot. Um, I think this was an odd tone for him, like for him to be like, I'm Hey, now me you can me much bitch. to be like threatening.
3: Wait, wait, what did you say?
2: Oh, you know, like whenever he said, I'm Hey, now me you can me much. Bitch. He did, you know, he tried hold to up, seem threatening. Hold
3: up. You're like sounding. It's like almost like you're speaking in
2: tongues. Okay. Okay. Oh, hey. it's
3: so weird. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll try not to speak I know you it. were,
3: like, it sounded like you said Jungle Boy, and then you kind of, like, trailed off.
2: I, I'm going to hold my tongue like this. Well, I don't I, know about okay. that. He so, said, I don't I'm know, no, no, like this, no, and, no. and I didn't think he sounded threatening. All right. Okay, so so I think Jungle Boy should okay, just be... Okay, now you sound good. Okay. Weird. Oh, trigger word something, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is really weird. I'm, okay. Yeah. yeah was, I think he would be better if he were just kind of more of a, like, had a big, uh, you know, just a big, like, kind of more of a... <laughs> lie- Sort of way of delivering these promos, like something that's a bit more all seems like just who he is, at least right now, would seem to fit that character versus someone who's like, "I'm gonna come kick your ass." Yeah, I mean, yeah.
3: we talked about it last night. Like his father was Luke Perry, who rest in peace, who was you know famous actor, Um and that Jungle Boy, like he doesn't really have those chops, and again, he's like 23. But uh, yeah, like he's such a good wrestler and we've seen him be so great in ring. But again, just an opportunity for him to grow and he's going to get better. But yeah, like he's not intimidating enough to really kind of pull that off, you know?
2: Yeah,
3: I I, I agree. And we had... uh, But
2: before you do that, I I, uh, do want to say like, you know, I think we're going to make it. I think we're going to be okay. I know weird stuff is happening. Yeah, I think so too. You know, we're at the main event. I think like... You know, for the first time since last week, I think I think we're going to be okay.
3: Good. I think so, too. Yeah, it has been a little weird. I don't know why the grand high exec or whoever he is keeps... Why that keeps happening, but I agree. I mean, maybe we could, you know... maybe. I like that you've bounced, you know, away. Yeah. these weird little issues aside. Yes. So let's swing our way right into the main event. So our main event, we had Kenny Omega and Kenta defeating Jon Moxley and Lance Archer in 19 minutes, 58 seconds, in a Falls Count Anywhere Anything Goes match. And boy, well, let let's go right off the bat. Hit Watch. Hit Watch. Hit Watch, Hit Watch.
2: Oh, Moxley hit Dan Callis. So I can hit, yeah, here's help, help,
3: Um, You know, we were kind of going with an orange theme this week, it, you know, two weeks in a row now, it didn't really
2: bubble up too much. We decided to go, go with a different color scheme. Yeah, yeah uh, so coral was how the week started off. Yeah. You know, we went from coral to, uh, oh Lord, what was it? Miami
3: Dolphin Orange. Well, in
2: the middle of it, I said Brainbuster Boys Orange. That's right. Yeah. yeah and with then, our new logo. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to Miami Dolphin mm-hmm. Orange. Uh, when um, Dan Callis posted that picture online of uh, the Miami Vice. Well, 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 there was one where... Um, Dan Callis posted a picture of the um, go-to-sleep club, but it was changed to Callis Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was Brainbuster Boys Orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Miami Vice was Miami Dolphin Orange. Yep.
3: (laughs) But uh, Moxley comes out in his slacks again um, with the mocks on it. It's the first time seeing the IWGP United States title on AEW television. He had it in the promo earlier, but seeing him carry the belt out there was pretty cool. Um, And Excalibur made a note... I actually had thought about that three of the four guys in that match were current or former United States champs, all but Kenta um, in New Japan, and Kenta's going for it, so I just thought that was interesting. But the match started in, you know, at a fever pitch and never really stopped. Kenta immediately charged Moxley and clocked him with the briefcase. He also hit Archer, who wasn't phased and just kind of did a very slow pan face of like, Everybody dies essentially. Yeah. Um, but Very But there's so many moves to go through here. So it, rather than kind of just going through it, why don't uh let's get kind of your reaction of everything that went on here, and uh, we'll talk us through it all here, and uh, we'll I'll kind of fill in some
2: gaps. Yeah. Some of my favorite ones. I guess in the beginning we have to mention that Jr. Said. Um, that Archer and all the people Moxley have been re- wrestling with called him his Strange Bedfellows. Strange Bedfellows. Yes, his yep. Strange Bedfellows. Yeah, and, that um, was a geek. You know, obviously it started off with Kenta hitting Moxley with the case, yep. with the briefcase. Um, then we had the trash can that Kenny brought in. Yeah. yeah um, Archer brought in the um red ladder, and he did what I call the red ladder clothesline. You <laughs> yeah. know, which is, which has Whipped a similar which yeah. has a similar syllabic uh, setup to um green apple giveaway. Oh wow! What yeah. I thought about that. Um, <laughs> That was great. <laughs> he nearly won. Archer nearly won this. Yeah. Week. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and um, Peter Avalon's bed, obviously, where oh, Kenta yeah. goes to sleep his ass. Yeah, the
3: first go to yeah. sleep. Well, I guess he hit Moxley last week, but in match. Yeah, hit Peter Avalon right by his bed.
2: Yeah, and the um, go to sleep, which was great. And then um, I think Archer slam Kenny into it. Oh, uh, yeah. Like yeah. from
3: the apron onto the bed. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that was great. Um, Then at some point, the commentary referred to Hit Watch itself. Yeah, well, kind of the
3: moment, you know, they really talked about Don in that tag, or the title match at Winter is Coming, sliding the microphone in, which is the exact moment where Moxley hit Dan Callis. So, yeah, yeah. we picked that up on the rewatch of them talking about that exact moment. Mm -hmm. So they basically said everything short of calling it Hit Watch.
2: Yeah, and... um, that was That's a big moment for us. Oh yeah, huge. Um, and, and Hit Watch itself. Um, then it was kitchen time. We go to the kitchen. Kitchen time was probably my favorite part of the show. Ryan match. Cook. Yeah, Ryan Cook, Harry Bell, Belafonte. Yes. Harry yeah. Belafonte, Cookie um, 100%. Rojas. 100%. The whole crew. Yeah. They and were then, in there. And Dan Mo- Dan, Dan Dan Moxley. Moxley.
1: <laughs> Dorn Mork's. We're
2: so going to be okay. Um, We're going to be
3: just yeah, fine, Yeah, brother. he called
2: John Moxley, John Callis, a, 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 a crazy person. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and like, you, see the,
3: you see a box of genuine Idaho potatoes t- t- just posted yeah, there. Yeah,
2: yeah teeing it up. Like, you know they're going to use it. It's yeah. just sitting right there. It's like literally the only food that's in that entire kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, so you know. Um, so, um, well, it started with Kenta throwing Moxley into the Pepsi machine.
3: It's kind of what got us off and running. Yeah, and
2: then, the, and then we got, went over to that steel table. That yeah. Excalibur called it something in JR. A surface. Cr- a surface, yeah. A, a, a kitchen it's a surface. Ta- it's a table, Excalibur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the one word that they didn't use for kitchen service that I associated with it is counter. Counter, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> it was like one of those moving things on wheels. Yeah, yeah. It's which a, Kenta DDT'd Moxley on. Yeah, which looked hard as hell. Put him in a submission and move good, yeah. and then in the background. You see someone sneaking through. A like case. you know what's gonna happen. The camera like yeah. adjusts a tiny bit. And then Lance Archer. With the box of genuine Idaho potatoes. And bonks it Kenta, and they go everywhere.
2: everywhere. Yeah, and that's that, that was just whenever, you know, the um, the rubber hit the road for this match. Shit hit the fan. And then Moxley Spud hit City JR called it.
3: That's him. right. Moxley hit Kenny with like a single potato and Tony Schiavone's like, he potatoed him! He potatoed. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah and um no that was a lot of fun. then we got a weird moment with the scene changing recap. yeah, they kind of like
3: recap the whole match as it was going on and we realized that was really just to kind of allow them to change scenes so then we come back and it's Kenny and Moxley like dragging each other back to the ring um, they get they end up getting in the ring Mox gets the kendo' stick um, he goes off the top rope and Kenny nails him with the V trigger and then kenta and Archer come back from the kitchen. And they're getting dangerously close to the announce table, which someone on Twitter pointed out that AEW has not had an announce table bump yet. Yeah. Like they've not had so, which is a common thing in well, WWE. I mean, that, that
2: could very well be the culmination of HitWatch. Yeah.
3: So we they as they came out, we're like, damn it! I wish it was Kenny and Moxley up there because they would have been so yeah, close Hit, to Hit, damn.
2: HitWatch Hit, Hit would have been a uh, a rust, but a ve- <laughs> a very
3: very awesome moment here um where they do tease that table bump and kenta kind of escapes from archer gets down and like ducks him and immediately runs and like jumps off the stage and does the double foot stomp onto moxley through the table and our guy sid gunn got a great like slow-mo video of it on twitter because he was right there and like kenta's he landed right on Moxley's moxley yeah,
2: 100 and like yeah it was well timed it was and a pretty hard move to do. In it terms was of the awesome. Dis- distance. Yeah, the, the timing distance. it was so the sweet. Jump. Yeah.
3: And then and that kind of took Moxie out for a bit, and Archer had his eyes on Kenny Omega. Um and, you know, he caught and broke the kendo stick. He choke slant so like Archer had such a great showing in this match. Like, you know, we've talked over these past weeks about you know he doesn't really have much of a story he's just kind of inserting himself as he did in this but like this is what i wanted to see this is badass lance archer looking tough like i really think he may be kind of easing his way towards a title match maybe after the kenny moxley match but uh yeah, he did the top rope walk, uh he teased the blackout, and then the good brothers come out.
2: And then they come in and then it's uh shitty city. But Archer takes care of him, you know, for, for the first little bit, and then he's getting ready to choke slam uh Carl uh Anderson. Carl Anderson, yeah, the and small he one. Counters
3: yeah. him in the gun And That's when
2: you know like the, the, the fun's over for Moxley and Archer. Yeah. You know, well that's and then that know.
3: followed up with Snake the Jake doing his <laughs> classic short cloak you know his his big dosy dose. Yeah. Yeah, the, big old person like so they would hands. always call that the short close he would twirl them up and and that would lead to his finishing move the yeah. ddt and then gallows clocked him and then moxley comes out of nowhere with the barbed wire bat which is great continuity from kenny and moxley's full gear match from 2019 love it and he's hitting everyone except uh, dan Callis. but he's hitting people at the bat kenta hits the go to sleep on moxley yet again and that, you know, this is the moment of the match where it's just madness and bodies are flying and everything's happening mm-hmm. so quick. And it's like, oh, and it's so much fun. Uh, Archer's about to double choke slam, both Kenny and Kenta, and then the good brothers low blow him into the magic killer, into the V trigger, into the one winged angel, which took three men to get Archer up. Kenny and both of the good brothers planted him for the one, two, three. That's that.
2: winged angel what a match bullshit yeah and
3: uh so you know it kind of showed kenta still outside like hitting you know he's mounted on moxley and kind of hitting him and snake the jake was like really struggling to kind of get out but yeah i mean they kind of just went in on kenny and the good brothers celebrating with the belt and that was our show The power just went out. It's pitch black in here. Okay, I can see now. All right, all right, I got the mic.
2: Oh god, my god! What the fucking brain on my I arm can't really believe hurts, this man. is insane. Really hurts. did did you did you pay the electric bill?
3: I did, I did. I don't know what is happening.
0: Now a long night falls upon your house. And in this plague of darkness, those who follow in my steps, those who execute the will of Ted will descend upon your unholy ground.
3: Oh my god, I can't believe this. He's back. Not again. What is going on? Oh, my gosh. Did you hear that? Holy shit. Oh, my God. We got to go, man. Okay, we got to okay, go. Let's get okay, out of here. Okay, come on. Okay.
1: Okay. Come on. on. Come on. Get get, get get, your keys. Come on. What come is on. that? Go. 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 Oh, man. Fuck. Like, okay. So, what I was t- trying to tell you at the beginning. Like, yeah. um, so, the book of Turner,
2: it's not just this, like, silly book that, like, people, like, read and, like, it, it's, like, sure. like, you read the book of Turner and you think, like, you're thinking about Turner, but then Turner thinks you. You know what I mean?
3: Not really, but, you know... But what you just saw, what you just saw. Yes, I'm starting... Yes, I realize something is afoot. Okay, okay. And it's pretty fucking wet. Okay. But, uh, what do we do? You know, we're in my car now. It's fucking 20 degrees here in Newport, Kentucky. It snowed 10 inches this week. Uh... But hey, we're committed to getting this show done, and uh, you know what, let's, uh, you want to go back to simpler times? I know you've mentioned how, uh, yeah, let's get the heat I'm
2: really scared, man. Like, I'm really, 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 I know know what this is. Let's let's pop on our first episode here.
3: (laughs) I know you said you haven't listened to this in a while.
2: Okay.
3: Let's, uh, let's let's remember why we started doing this, and yes, this is all fucked up right now, but we're going to make it through.
2: Okay, it's your theme. I know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh. All right, all right, all right, all right. So there it is, episode one. I am Brett
3: Dagger. we Feeling better? Yeah. I mean, it's cold. Yeah. We gonna do. You wanna do it? You recall? Well, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll t- we'll keep this on in the let's background. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, we don't know good. what. Uh, so we
2: are safe. Like I guess I just we, we
3: gotta say that. We, 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 we. But hey, we're committed to getting this. You know, the whole team's been trained back on the tracks, and we're. Damn it, we're committed to doing so. So, mm. if you recall, and uh, yeah, like we mentioned earlier in the opener, um, yeah, we're. As I mentioned earlier in the opener, this was really kind of because Lance Archer had such a nice uh, performance uh, last night in Dynamite, wanted to show Beaumont one of his you know, really good singles matches, so we go back to July 6, 2019, New Japan Pro Wrestling, G1 Climax 29, opening night, yeah. uh, in Dallas, Texas, the hometown of Lance Archer, in yes. a rare show in America for New Japan. Um, but Lance Archer defeats Will Ospreay, and I didn't write down the time. 18 minutes and change. Big win for Lance Archer. I told you, like, this is really, this tournament really but this match, got him up on the right foot, like, really kind of elevated him. And I think it was one of the big things that kind of, you know, got the attention
2: of AEW and really ultimately got him yeah, um, signed. Yeah, and it definitely, like, when he came out for this match, like, it looked like something that he was going to lose, not knowing Will Ospreay and how they pre- yeah, yeah you I mean, hadn't
3: seen osprey. And osprey
2: before. is a bird. Um but <laughs> yep. yeah, uh so yeah, the like aerial Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, and it, and it definitely looked like that. Um but I mean osprey was very good too. Uh, did you see that? I think we're good. Okay, okay. So All right, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought you Ar- would really like Osprey. Like, yeah. You know,
3: he's one of the best high flyers
2: in the world. Very, very, very springy.
3: Along with Phoenix and Ricochet and WWE. But yeah. Yeah, and Archer, like, looked tough, looked like a badass, and, like, it was a nice contrast style, like, big, badass, tough guy, little high flyer, but, like... You know, you mentioned it earlier. Like, Archer, for as big as he is, he can still move and go. Oh, big time. And uh, I didn't know he was that old either. Yeah, he's 43 now. So, like, yeah, he was 41 years old here. And, like, this really kind of helped get his career back on track for lack of a better yeah, term so
2: what'd you think yeah i mean uh, like it's kind of classic japanese wrestling mode or classic as, a, as if i've seen two matches here um but uh <laughs> and this like, one in america yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> and like archer beats up the young boys, spits water on people yeah. and then when osprey comes classic, in you know there's the Ar- um, archer just charges at him in the beginning the match yep. begins Instantly and aggressively, instantly Osprey flies off the turnbuckle out of the ring. Yeah, and like a car. twisting corkscrew, yeah. followed by the 450 splash. Yeah. Yep. Um, we got to talk about Osprey for a little bit.
3: Please.
2: Um, you know, you said he's a bit of an overseller. Every time he got hit, there would always be some screaming oh, yeah. and some very overwrought facial expressions. You know, if like Max Caster could take a little bit of that, yeah, give good. him a little bit of Osprey. Yeah, you yeah. called him a big overseller, and uh, I nicknamed him Mr. 50% off. There you go. Um, yeah, very melodramatic. Um, but yeah, you know, this was a good contrast in styles, and it was fun, and it was brutal, and like I kind of didn't expect Archer to win. You know, I kind of figured you'd pick yeah. a match where he'd won. but like this match was totally set up like one he would lose. Well, and I think it I went, mentioned it totally you, went that way. Osprey had
3: beaten Archer in the New Japan Cup earlier that year, which, as a junior heavyweight over a heavyweight, like that kind of established Osprey like. You know, he was probably the favorite in this match. And, yeah, you know, even watching this live back when I did, I was surprised Archer won, but he looked great, I mean. um, And going back, the opposite of um, Osprey overselling, Archer is a classic no-seller. Like, he'll get hit and just not react. And then early on in the match, he just said, you just fucked up now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, And then he said um, to the ref, I'm going to fuck you up. Later on to the ref, I'll fuck you up. Um, but yeah, just so many big moves in this one. Um, you know, Archer. Remember, he just at one point just absolutely trucked Osprey. Like they're running the ropes, and he just pushed him kind of like full clear across the
2: ring. Yeah, he did trucked him. Yeah. But it's the verb that I did use. And uh, they took they went up the ramp at one point and Osprey like he tried to keep him out of the ring, like like a disqualification was somehow favorable. Yeah, I I didn't understand exactly how that worked in Archer's favor.
1: But so uh, uh, it would was an If, twist if
2: to he would have gotten and
3: counted out, Archer would've won and gotten the two points. Oh, so okay, yeah, they gotcha. went down the ramp and So there's a point system in the one Correct, time. yeah. Two points for a win, one point for a draw, 30-minute time limit. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Archer had hit him with a couple power bombs, and then he tried to do it outside, and Osprey flipped it into the destroyer. And then, yeah, like he was trying to get him counted out. He went to 19, and then Osprey jumped. And remember, he, like, flew all the way across the ring. And then he did the uh, shooting star press, kind of like the back flip. Um, and then, yeah, the, the twisting Robinson special, uh, there were some counters. Um, Archer tried to do the blackout. Um, that's when he said, "I'll fuck you up to the ref." Um, he attempted the top rope choke slam, and this has been a move that's kind—we've of, seen a lot of now. The one man span and fly that Osprey got him in, which is when he kind of holds him and does like. a... Black fl- it's the movie started the match. Yeah, then, yeah, right? yeah. When he oh yeah, that down. Yeah. Um, and then he went for his move, the Stormbreaker, which was countered. And then Osprey was just nailing him with kick after kick, kick after yeah. kick. Uh, I mean, Osprey went to the top rope to go for the Super Os Cutter, and he was stopped by a jumping knee by Archer. The Super Blackout, and he got him into Everybody Dies
0: Claw for the one, two, three, and the Iron Claw, and the... and. To you, who have all but abandoned the hope and light of Ted, I will bring one last plague on this cold night. Your firstborn, the pilot taken from your very rib, will cease to exist. And by this, you will know that the gates of Atlanta have closed for you forever! Forever! like, dude.
2: What dude. the heck is, cool? what, he can't, no. they can't. Fuck, fuck, How can he fuck, take fuck, an fuck, episode? Fuck, 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 There's fuck, no way. No, we gotta go, we gotta go. We gotta chill. like, like we can't. Check, check
3: Spotify. Like, there's, there's no, no way. There's no getting away from this. Check Spotify. Like, what, this is insane. I've, Fred. What is, what? Fred.
2: It's gone. No. Show me. Holy shit, it starts with episode two. Oh no, let me try to update. Th- it's gone. You're right. It's gone. It's gone. Whoa! What?! Holy ah! shit, what is going on? They- th- what th- is that? Let's- that's, the- that's the fucking exact.
1: Alright, let's go. Let's go. We gotta- Get out of the car. Let's go. You see him? I don't know. I think we got away. No, we didn't. Yeah,
2: we did they, 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 like, they, they did the one thing that you said that they could, they stopped I know. us from doing the show.
3: You're right. They, well, they haven't yet. We're still here, aren't we? But you're right. I, they've they fully did it. They interfered and fucked it all. up. I don't up. know what. What are we gonna do? I'd say we let's just end it. We'll not not no, no. end at all but let's let's close I mean, out maybe this maybe
2: like maybe this is maybe we have to i don't know like maybe they've like the I, things that they've done to us I like
3: think we need to take a breather we need to not make any decisions right now we need to make sure we're safe well,
2: okay well which i think well how we do are. we end this do we just do to, i'll just turn off the microphone right now i don't know i mean do we want to sing our theme song Right here, like out here in the In the
3: fucking snow. Come on, for old time's sake, you wrote it.
2: I did write it. Dan. This isn't working. Are you ready? <laughs> Alright. Dan
1: Dan 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 Down. (laughs) Alright. I hope they didn't hear us. Alright. Let's go home.